0: and for other people who are listening to my podcast. So go
1: check it out. Hey, everybody. It's Tara Bryan, and you are listening to the Course Building Secrets Podcast. Hey, guys. So I'm doing something a little bit different. I have um, recorded a training that I want to share with you, and it's also on YouTube. So if you are interested in watching along with listening – then go check it out on my YouTube channel, Tara Bryan, and uh, and so you can actually watch the training as well. Uh, but I wanted to play it for you today because it's really one of the most c- critical success factors that you'll have is really being clear on the learner's transformation, meaning like, how are you going to get them results um, or transform their lives as a result of what you're teaching. And so, because this is such a critical factor in your success at creating your online course, I wanted to play this for you so you could also um, have access to it. So, use, you know, go through the training, add a comment um, on on what it means to you, what your transformation is that you're creating in your courses, either here or um, on YouTube. Would love to hear more about that. If you're interested in diving in more to how to actually think about your learner's success path and how to take them on a journey that gets them to that place of transformation, I would love to talk to you um, because you may be a perfect candidate for Learn Academy, which is our step-by-step program to help you create, uh, launch, and sell your online course. So uh, in the show notes, there's some information there that will help you reach out if this is something that you are interested in learning more about. There has never been a better time to package your expertise into something that um, is on demand for the people who need it. And... Um, it provides you with an opportunity to get out to m- more people outside of, you know, your, you know, traditional business locations, uh, and so, you know, it's definitely something to explore if you are in that space. All right, with that, I will leave you to the training. Hey all, it is a video number two of testing StreamYard. So uh, number one, I am testing StreamYard just to see how it works to go live with different platforms. So super excited about that. Number two, I wanted to do a quick training for you today to give you some Actionable tips for how to think about creating your online course. So often, people create their online course based on what their expertise is, which is wonderful, right? So you have a passion or excitement for something and you want to create an online course. One of the biggest critical factors to your success is whether or not you're creating an online course that will create a transformation for the people that you are teaching, So, your course is not all just about, you know, kind of, uh, you know, giving them all of the information that's in your head or giving them all of your expertise, right? Your course is really about looking at how what you are an expert in and what a learner needs, how those connect, right? So you really can help that person become more successful. So in order to become successful and really think about what that looks like from a learning path perspective, you're really doing one of two things. You're either changing a behavior, right? So you're helping somebody think differently or um, act differently around a particular topic that you happen to be an expert in, or you're helping them improve a skill. So they have, um, you know, they don't know how to do something and they want to learn how to do something, right? So the, those two aspects will provide you with um, a, the ability to give them a transformation. You're helping somebody think different, right? Or behave different. You're helping them um, in, in enhance or improve a skill. And so when you're looking at that, you're looking at the the the, uh, you know, where they are today, which is at the beginner level, and how do you bring them up to a more advanced level? And so really looking at that learner's transformation will help you really actually create the right course. Because again, it's so important to get all of the, the sort of expertise out of your head so you can teach it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that like, that's all the stuff that you're going to teach, right? That's sort of vomiting, lots of information on people, which isn't valuable. So how do you take that information from your head and come up with the right framework for how you're going to teach it, which is really going to lead to that transformation? Because at the end of the day, in order to get raving fans, in order to really start selling your course, you have to be able to say, here's the transformation that you will get based on what I am teaching. So I want to give you a couple of really actionable tips to make this happen. So there's a huge difference between a transformation that somebody is going to take, which means that's Active, Right. So when people are learning or they're having a transformation or they're doing something different from what they're doing today to what they're going to do in the future. Think about that as movement. Right. So I teach uh, using a success path. So you're actually starting in one place and ending in the other. That's an actual journey. So you're actively going on that journey you're not just passively taking in information and then hoping to apply it in the future, which unfortunately is sort of how we've learned how to kind of, you know, take in information from our traditional education system. But really, if you're going to apply something, if you're going to have a transformation that's an active, you have to be actively engaged in that to make that happen. So that therefore, just based on that concept, you have to take all of the information and knowledge gathering off the table. So there is information and knowledge gathering that you may have to help people do in order to get them on the path to move forward and that's different than just giving them a lot of information and hoping that they can apply it in the future. So let's just talk through what this looks like. So the very first thing that you're going to want to do is be very, very clear on the outcome and the desired result that you are going to get for that learner. So you're totally focused on the result and we always say make it as quantifiable as possible, which means make it as specific as possible. By the end of this course, this person will be able to do this new thing, right? Improve a skill, add a skill, change a behavior, that kind of thing, right? So, at the end of this course, the learner will be able to do this thing, uh, right? And so, that's the first thing that you want to do is really be clear on like what are they gonna be able to do different than they can can do today? What's that big problem that you are helping them solve? And if you, you consider it, like think about when you are trying to handle a business problem or um, any kind of problem that you're, you've you run into, you're like, I wonder how to do this, right? You don't have the tools to do it. You know it's possible, but you don't have the tools. And really that's the focus of your courses to give them that how, like here is how to, to go from where you are today to where you wanna be in the future. So what is that problem that you're trying to solve and where do they wanna go? Get them there. And try and be as specific as possible. If your results, if your transformation for your learner is super general, you need to niche down further. So you need to get more clarity on how your expertise solves a particular problem. So work through that before you start teaching it um, to find out like what part of the problem are you most equipped to solve. And again, once you get there, then it becomes very clear that you can solve this problem for them. The other indication that you're not as specific as you want to is if your topic is too big. So you may have to break your topic into multiple courses um, in order to get to the place where you are able to get them a result. Because if you're trying to boil the ocean, then it's really hard to say, if you do all of these things, then this is the result, right? So too big, um, make it smaller. So be more specific. We also recommend do not use the words know, K-N-O-W, or understand in any of your communications around your course. If you're using terms like know and understand, then what you're doing is teaching information. And information is not actionable, right? Information is just like, that's a Google search, right? People don't need information. They need the action they need to know the how. Now, if there's information or um, or knowledge that they need in order to do the how, that's totally relevant. That's on the table. But most of the time, what happens is we say we want to teach every single bit of information, every single topic for our people. And so what happens is we just give them lots and lots of information and it's not actionable. It's not actually tied to something that they need to do. So you want to just eliminate if you find yourself talking about, well, they just need to know this thing or um, I want them to understand this or that or the other thing. Then that's a really good indication that you are going down the information path instead of the action path. So you really want to be like gear back. To the action path, and the best way to know that, uh, the best clue for you is is your uh, if, like is your language talking about action? Are using action verbs, right? So a verb um, is something that that you know moves you forward, moves you in a direction, right? It's very actionable. And so, all of your steps along your success path, all of the goals that you have for your learner should all be action verbs. So um, that is a really, really good hint for you that you're on the right track. If you're moving them into action, if you're asking them to do something, that's a verb, not a noun, not anything else, right? Um, And so that's a really good key for you to think about as you are going through what your content should be. The other thing, um, and this is one of my favorites, is that um, when I am teaching in Learn Academy, one of the biggest critical factors is you literally can probably eliminate 97% of your content. And this percent like just freaks everybody out. Like, no, I have to tell them everything. Like they need to know the history of everything that I'm talking about. And I need to give them all of the information and everything needs to be in there. And here's the, here's the fact is that to be honest, 97% of what you want to teach them, you want to tell them they don't need at the time that you're teaching it. And um, and so that's a really critical success factor is how much can you eliminate of the content? And again, because you're focused on action, you're just putting in the pieces of content that they need in order to stay in action totally different than I'm going to teach them all this stuff and then ask them to do something. So try and like, how do you eliminate 97% of what it is that you feel like you need to teach? I have a student um, and and he is just rocking it in his courses. Um, but one of his biggest struggles is he has a tendency to want to create so much content and, um, and he has equated higher value with more content. And the problem is, is that He is overwhelming his learners because he's giving them so much content. So instead of giving them value, which is getting them to a transformation, he's overwhelming them with too much information, which is important for him because he loves to talk about it, but not important for them at the time that they need it. So consider this example. So, so say you're new to skiing. You're a, you're a beginner skier going out for the first time. So even if you don't ski, you can kind of get the idea of what this would feel like to go out and learn how to ski for the first time. So you put on all your gear and you're all ready to go. You get in the chairlift with your guide and they take you up and you are at the top of a mountain. And you have all of your stuff and it's amazing and you're super excited, but you're really, really nervous because you've never skied before, right? But you're standing at the top of that mountain looking down at this mountain that just seems ginormous, right? And what are you thinking about in your head at the time? Right. You are probably just thinking about how to get down that mountain without killing yourself. Right. Like, how do I get down? How do I stop? How do I start? How do I get down without ending up in the ski patrol toboggan and ending up in the hospital? That is what's going through your mind at that time, because that's where you are in your journey. Right. Like you literally are excited, but you're nervous and you just need to know what you um, need in order to get down the mountain. But here's the problem, is that guy that's next to you loves skiing, is so excited about it, and is so excited for you to take up the sport, that instead of just saying, let me show you how to stop and start, right? So the pizza or the french fries, pizza is stopping, french fries is go, right? So if you are a skier, you've heard this before, because it's like one-on-one for when you learn how to ski as a kid, is that you know pizza stops you when your skis are together, Um, and French fries has you go, right? That's where you go fast. So literally at the time, that's all you need. But what happens is that guide is like, let me tell you about the history of skiing. Let me tell you about your skis and your poles and your outfit and how everything connects together and how to get over the moguls and how to do this. and And they go on and on and on. And all of a sudden you, as the beginner skier go, I don't know, this is too much this is too overwhelming. I'm now I'm nervous. And I, and he just went on and on and on forever. And your leveling of anxiety goes up because all you needed at that time was how to start and how to stop, right? That's all you needed. And then when you got down the hill and you were having a beer and enjoying yourself down in the chalet after you had made it down without ending up in that toboggan, then you're like, yes, tell me more. I want to hear about all of those things so the next time I can get farther and farther and farther ahead. Um, and so as a as the instructor, you really need to think about yourself more in the terms of like, what does your student need at the time that they are learning what you're trying to teach them. Um, And most of the time, it's just that 3% that they need at that moment. And then they're going to come back for more and say, yes, give me more, give me more detail. Now that I have this, I've got it all figured out. Now I'm ready for more. Now I'm ready for more. And then you can feed them the more. They're going to ask questions. They're going to, you know, really continue to um, work with you, and um, but they're going to get it at the right time. So as a, as an instructor, just consider that and remember that that literally you probably can cut out most of what you want to talk about with that person who's just going for that through that initial transformation. So hopefully, this t- these tips help you because it's really going to make a huge difference in not only how it is to create your course and how much easier it can be than you're probably. Like struggling with, you know, when you're trying to organize everything that comes out of your head, and it's going to serve your customers. And so, what's going to happen is they're going to come in, they're going to get that transformation, and they're going to be ready for more. They're going to be ready to ascend and get to that higher level, which is really where you want to take them as an expert. So, use this. Hopefully, this serves you. And um, it, any questions you have, put in the comments and love to hear from you. And, and have a great day.